Good morning, Abby. Good morning, Ellie. And um, good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to the Abby and Ellie Spiritual Journey podcast. Yeah. And um, Ellie, what are we talking about today? So today we're going to talk about something that's been <clears throat> really important for us in our journey lately, which is living from your heart center and mm-hmm. also loving all parts, you know, kind of loving all parts of you, of your loved ones, of even people that you don't like so much. And it's a good class for relationships and it's a good class for personal growth. So so I think we're going to talk about um, what it means to live from your heart center first. And this is something that I wanted to focus a lot on um, lately because I've known that, noticed that a lot of time I'm just analyzing, I'm thinking about things with my mind, I'm <clears throat> coming up with plans, coming up with systems, and I love it, and it's great. It's called overthinking It's syndrome. called overthinking, and, it, you know, it's great, and I love my mind for that, but, you know, it's it can make doing other things very difficult. Um, it can make uh, it can relationships stop you difficult. From doing other it can things. stop me from living to my full potential, and so what I've been focusing on is living from my heart center. So when you're living from your heart, everything flows better. You feel better. You don't have to try so hard in life. You're just stepping into this flow state where you're just living and, and the life force is flowing for through you. Yeah, and you're, you're really more intuitive in that state because of course it's like good to make decisions based on thoughts, but when you think and think and think, you spend all your time thinking and not doing, and you could just really go in circles. So that's why it's really important to get into the heart center and sometimes choose based off of a feeling and to trust yourself and to be more open. Mm, yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit more practically. So what does this mean? Um, really, you know, do things that you love. You know, find out what makes you happy, what makes you feel good and happy and alive and start doing more of those things. And the more that you do those things, you're going to get used to that feeling, that good feeling of being connected. Right, Abby? ABCs? Always Always be connected. connected. So you're getting that feeling of always be connected and life will just flow better. The world is created out of love not out of judgment and it's up to us to be co-creators in this world and to keep on doing that right and we have a lot of different practices that help us connect to our heart center um like for instance even just placing your hands on your heart and getting back to your intention of um, what you're doing while you're here in this world that really just helps you know when you put the focus where focus goes energy flows so when you put the focus there you just start to feel that you're even there. So even if you just did that like once a day, that would even help you live from your heart center. Mm. There's different yoga poses and asanas that I do that help open up that area. And so it's not just um, thinking that I'm living my heart center. There's lots of different ways that uh, you could really open up the, that area. Yeah. Something that I really do that's really working for me is uh, dancing and singing. Um, when I'm able to dance, yeah. I'm moving my body, I'm moving my energy. And when I sing, when I sing these new gunim, and I just, I feel them so much. I just sing them and I don't care about how my voice sounds. I don't care about, you know, how, how I sound. But I just say, wow, I'm, just, I'm singing this and 
when I'm singing this, I'm just feeling my chest vibrate and I am releasing, releasing myself to the nigun, to the song. And that helps me connect. Totally. And I've seen an incredible difference between Ellie since he started dancing 30 minutes a day. Um, you know, we take our, our practice really seriously, our morning practices, because I don't know, we feel just totally, I don't know how people don't do it because we don't feel like we can like exist in this world without doing it. We don't feel connected to ourselves. So it's really just about connecting back inward, um, living from the heart and doing these things. And, you know, it said when, you know, you meditate and you go up and then you kind of bring that light back back down. Um, I learned this recently, Sadiqim, they're able to notice the moment that they start to feel distant and they don't have to go that moment they don't have to go all the way up and do another hour meditation they're able to connect to the remnants that's left from that meditation so for instance like Ali said that you know he has he's just start singing in Nigunim and he feels Nigunim are um, just like songs by the way wordless song wordless songs um, repetitive wordless songs so that's his anchor that connects him back to his heart. It's, it means that there's an emotion attached to it. And that's, that's where the emotions live in the heart. Um, you know, they also live in the head. But um, so when you connect back to something that is emotional to you, that really just helps you connect back to that, that moment inside that's going to bring that light back there. Yeah, it's a great tool for remembering um, information also it's just connecting it back to the emotion so yeah Abby was saying if you have an anchor and I think maybe we talked about this in the last episode about um, you know she enjoys sitting on the grass and you know I'm thinking about these times where I've singing uh, Shabbos meals or times where I've dancing and I just feel so free and free alive and I just think back to that and I'm able to connect to that emotion connect to that song and go from there yeah um, and so some of these other things that we're doing uh, to, to connect to the heart, heart center is also just being aware of other things that are happening in our bodies, other old patterns. And um, this is really a great segue into the other part is that, um, you know, the, to loving all parts of yourself. Right. Um, you know, when you're connecting back to your heart, you might notice a lot of other things come up. And I've been doing a lot of um, IFS therapy lately, internal family systems. And basically, that's just recognizing that these different parts that are coming up in your thinking, in your talking, in your day-to-day action. In your whole system. And exploring these parts and coming to terms and coming to peace with these parts a lot of times when we're doing self-growth and we're doing chuva, we're trying to get better, we look at ourselves and we look at our wrongdoings and we look at our lackings and we start to hate these parts. We start to have um, bad energy toward these, toward these parts. And really these parts all came about from some sort of reaction that we had, any sort of traumas, any sort of things that are um, any sort of tendencies that we have it's really our body's reaction to either dealing with an emotion or not dealing with an emotion 
maybe that something happened to us as a child, maybe that something that even happened to us yesterday. And it's really all the same. Uh, stuff that happened to us when we're a child, if we didn't deal with that emotion, it's going to keep coming back up in many cases. I don't know about every day, but it's going to keep coming up. If someone says, and it's going to form kind of like a, a little hot spot, a little hot picture uh, in our energy fields and our auras. And so when and in something our in our bodies, so when something happens that's going to trigger that spot, all of a sudden we get so defensive, we get so emotional. And um, that's just one way of seeing this, um, start to notice in this process. And once you start to notice that process, you notice your triggers, you can say, okay, well, what is that emotion? What am I really feeling? What really triggered me? How do I feel against that? And more times than not, this thing that maybe you saw in someone else is really also taking place inside of yourself. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a mirror, you know. Um, I want to backtrack a little bit to the part where you're talking about hating those parts of yourself. It's so easy to judge ourselves and others. It's so easy to judge. And actually, it's like this is exactly what we're going through in the month of Av right now. Um, we're in the nine days and um, we don't have the base of Mikdash because of pure hatred, uh, lack of unity. And we feel this lack inside of ourselves and we notice it in others. We usually notice in others what's really going on inside of ourselves. So when we're talking about loving all parts of ourselves. We're really talking about having an unconditional love. And having that is a key factor to experience wholeness and peace within ourselves and within the world. So if I'm feeling hate or annoyance to things in my environment or to Ellie or to anyone around me, it's actually a warning sign that I need to go take a few minutes and reconnect to myself. I'm not in a state of love at that moment and I'm not accepting of what's happening around me. So when I'm in a state of love, I accept other people's feelings in that moment and Let's be honest, when someone else is feeling something, it's so easy to love someone when they're feeling vibrant and positive and awesome. It's so easy. But the second that they're not feeling like that, it's really easy not to love them. Like You have to work hard for that love, to have that unconditional love, to accept what they're going through. And actually, when you give space to their feelings, it, it, it releases much faster than you would think. When you don't really give space, it pushes it down it makes it harder maybe you're fighting and they the other person feels like they need to um, prove themselves more and we all just want to be heard in this world and so we really just need to um, kind of accept that part of who we are and you know we have we all have so many habits and lackings and of course we're trying to work on those but um, you know, for instance, I can be an airhead. We both could be like, you know, forgetting the keys in the door or this or leaving the cap off of this. And just like these ongoing habit pet peeves that, um, you know, our loved ones, our friends, our family members do. Um, the second we just accept that that's a part of them who we are, like maybe like it's so much easier for them to grow and move past it. But when we put judgment on it, 
it's really it actually makes it much harder to to grow and change so i think that's a really important part and you'll just when you're doing that you're living so much more from your heart center because you're just like in an unconditional love and you're accepting the other person for their faults and their and their mishappenings yeah everything that we have is there to help us grow any sort of lackings that we have is an area that's to help us grow it's not something to be hated it's not something to be shunned it's not something to be hid away um, you know if there's a part of us that's causing us problems a mood a depression a forgetfulness um, you know being messy it's not something to be hated and really put away but we need to first love it and after we love first, it no first we need to come to terms with it right, like first accept it accept it like you know we accept the fact that we are a little bit of a mess we're creative people we're visionaries and we're constantly well, we're getting better because it's something we're trying to work on but we're constantly like cleaning up our mess and and organizing and making a mess again and trying to get organized and it's like I just want to be a really organized person but it's not always who I am and I find myself constantly organizing I love organizing but it's hard, you know, it takes a lot of time, but it's just a little bit like who we are and just kind of accepting that. <laughs> and it's just like when I come to a place of acceptance, I'm able to love myself so much more. And then I'm able to love the people around me so much more. And they're just love in the air. And like, that's a vibe that we want to be living from. Yeah. Really want to be living that. Uh, something that you said before that I noticed, you said that, you know, when you're in this <clears throat> argument, or something like that when you're annoyed at someone else. People think that they can usually talk it out. And you can talk it out in a lot of situations. But when you're in that energy state of an argue, Gedalia Fenster says you can't win an argument. The second you are in an argument, you already lost. <laughs> you can't win an argument. And lots of people, especially people who are intellectual and, you know, I'm, I'm you know, thinking a lot. I'm saying, no, I know this way. I know this reason why I'm right and why you're wrong. You're not going to win. So what Abby was saying earlier is to take a few minutes. You need to separate yourself from the situation. Yeah, and we do that a lot. If we find ourselves, like, arguing um, and it's kind of getting heated, um, yes, we argue too. Everyone does. But we just go take a few minutes to separate and we come back to each other and in a much more state of like peace and love and um, it's really helpful. Yeah. So that's very important what you do in that time of separation. If you're separating for a few minutes, you need to go back and attune yourself energetically, attune yourself back to the energies of love. And we actually learned a lot of great techniques from this. Uh, we did a course called Energies of Love with um, Donna. Donna, Donna Eden, Donna Eden, and um, David Feinstein. Oh, good David job, Feinstein. Nice. So uh, that was a energy course for about relationships, and it gave a lot of techniques. Uh, we can uh, send you the link if you ask us. It's available on yeah, Mind Valley. I think we should do some videos on. We'll do some yeah. separate videos on the YouTube channel of that. And I also said I last podcast that I would do um, a couple videos on habit changing, mm -hmm. also some techniques that I love. Um, but but I just want to go back for a second and say like in that time where you separate. And you're not really sure how to get back to yourself. 
just connect with your breath if you don't know. Like if you don't know how to meditate or do any of those techniques and this is all new for you, just focus on your breath in and out. Like that really, when you're breathing, it really tells your nervous system that it's okay to calm down and that you're safe. Uh, Most of the time, the nervous systems actually don't feel safe. I mean, the way that we were designed as human beings from the beginning of time was... I mean, very much like today, but there was a lot of war and and we were in a lot of the time in the flight or fight situation. So that's very much like when you get in a heated argument, you get into that like fight or flight state in your nervous system and you're not calm. So just go calm yourself down. You know, that's what we do. And it's so helpful. And also yeah, no one's no one's trying to kill us. Hopefully, yeah, in the house. hopefully. But um, also like um to help with relationships and loving another person and not being annoyed at them all the time. Um, do stuff together that's creative or that has to do with growth. Like me and Ellie took that class together and um, that was really awesome because it showed our, each other how much we care and how much we want to work on a relationship because it's really easy to just, especially once you have kids, to just get lost and into just life and, and the love just it easily could like fade away. So it's very important to keep that alive. And I'm not just talking about uh, if you're married, this is also with friendships and people you live with um, for anyone. So, um, so yeah, remember it's really important to accept the other person's feelings and that their pain is real. And, you know, this goes really good with like children too when we kind of feel like they're crying about something stupid we have to understand that they're really feeling that right now and we just need to like listen to them um, and allow them to process it. Yeah. And it might not be easy for us to also relive that. You know, one of our big mantras is breathe into the discomfort. And, you know, that goes from us whenever we're, you know, going through a hard time and we want to just pick up our phones and get distracted for a second and or working through something and this also goes through our kids if we don't really want to remember what it's like when it's you know when our parents say it's time to shut off the tv or it's time to go now it's time to stop playing we don't really want to remember that because we want to be in charge now and we want to tell them what it's have to do and it's our schedule and if we understand that it's hard for them and whatever that they're going through, maybe they fell down, maybe, you know, someone was mean to them. We think back and we're able to sympathize with them. We're able to be there and comfort them. That's really what we need and and it's what they need. So it's our jobs as, as parents and as friends and for ourselves too. Whenever we're have a hard time, don't just distract yourself to feel happy, feel that momentarily distraction from that feeling, but breathe into that discomfort and say, <sighs> yeah, and really What's connect to it, like inside the body, like where are you feeling it in the body? Where is it residing? Because um, the body holds these things like inside of them uh, when we don't deal with them and we don't process them. And I almost think it's actually easier to, you know relate to a kid or understand how they're feeling because they're a kid but when like your spouse or when your friend is like crying about something kind of stupid or that you think is stupid in the moment it's much harder to relate and and to to like hear them like you sometimes want to say like stop being such a baby just you know like get over it you know 
but that's really not the way to man up yeah man (laughs) up but really like sometimes i just need a hug and to like you know i'm learning to love all parts of ellie that he's a very sensitive person and and i'm really grateful for that and actually i really important note that we didn't say yet that's so important is that everything that ellie's going through is also part of my tikkun so like People that are friends in your lives or close people or loved ones or your children, it's really part of your tikkun too. So it's hard enough to deal with our own emotions. And we're going to do a whole nother podcast on just like processing emotions because that's just a huge, huge thing. And But with it being hard enough to deal with our own emotions, then dealing with someone else's emotions, it can be very tricky and difficult. So um, should we just give a few like real live examples, Ellie? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, for instance, this is this is what Abby was saying that um, you know I'm 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 very sensitive and I went through lots of periods of uh, moodiness and depression and bitterness, and um, Abby was saying for a long time too that you know a lot of times she just kind of wanted to push that aside too, and I also wanted to push it aside, but it couldn't keep kept coming up. Right, I didn't know how to deal with his moods, and like we've learned a, a lot. Like first of all, like we're both working on ourselves and and growing so much. But I learned from Ellie also, like about myself, is that for years, being such a positive person and knowing how to make myself feel better does not always process the emotion like consciously. Um, being an artist, you know, I express line. Yes, subconsciously, I'm processing a lot of emotions. But what about when you're consciously doing it? How much more effective could it really be and more healing? So he really taught me how to like give space and to love the sad parts of myself when I feel sad or when I'm feeling tired, to slow down and to to just listen to those emotions and really give space to them and like hug them, hold them close, like cradle them close to you to my emotions too. yeah and that really taught me how to like instead of telling ellie to man up just being like okay you're feeling this way you know or or like you're having anxiety okay like how can i help what can i do for you um why don't you go take some time to to help yourself feel better and let me know if there's anything i can do and that was that was really supportive uh for me because there was a lots of times i was trying to just push it away and just be happy and that really gave me the space and support and know that I was in a safe space and I was able to heal and I'm still healing, keep going, but it was very important for my healing process. Yeah, so... So I think maybe we'll end with um, just a little meditation. It's a good idea. And if you're new to meditation, just know that meditation is really just focus. You know, where focus goes, energy flows. It's really just breath. Um, it's like, really just breath. It's, it's a it's lot just, of things. It's a lot of things, but and there's a lot of different she taught and methods, and it's easy to get lost in all that. But really, it's just, you know, right now we're having this intention to love. We're having this intention to live from our hearts. Maybe we should start by placing our hands on our heart because yeah. we were talking about um, living from your heart center. So everyone just take a place into your heart and just breathe a deep breath. Go in through your nose and out through your mouth. Another. 
as you're breathing. Know that right now you're emptying out everything from your heart. Your heart is hollow. It's really just a hollow space. So as you breathe in, just feel this air, this new oxygen coming in, coming in through your lungs, coming into your blood. And your heart is so strong, it's able to move this all around your body. And as you're moving this blood, this oxygenated blood, this new light, this new energy, it's going to all parts of your body, it's going to your whole chest, it's going into your arms, it's going into your brain, your eyes, your ears, your nose, going to your legs, going to your feet, going to your fingers. You can even just, as you're breathing, you can move your body a little bit if that's what you're feeling. If not, just keep, keep your hands on your heart. And know that while you're doing that too, when the blood's going on, this new light's going on, it's clearing anything that's blocked or stuck. Just imagine, you know, sometimes when visuals are very good for me, but imagine just water just going through a dam and pushing, 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 and nothing can stop this light from going through, and this light's just going through, and it's just whoosh. It's yeah, cleansing I want to add out. something that um, we could picture a, a beautiful white pink gold light above our heads and to open up our heads and just allow this light to enter through our bodies allow it to drip down and on your inhale allow it to go all the way to the base of your spine maybe even to your feet and as you exhale allow this light to wash back up through the top of your crown do this a couple more breath cycles. The light go in all the way. And as you exhale, let it take with any debris or negative thinking or hate that can release back up to the cosmos. One more time. Now take this light from your heart and spread it out past your body into your aura space and to feel the protection of the divine love, the divine beauty, protecting you and guiding you and holding space for you. And know that while you're doing this, you know, things may come up. Just breathe into this comfort, accept it, accept that emotion, accept that feeling, and just hold it, hold space for it. And know that at the right time, have faith that your soul and that God is, are able, is able to heal you. Have faith in your soul that it will be able to heal itself. So just have space for that emotion and that feeling and know that your tears actually are tikkunim and healing for the world. So if they need to come, let them flow. Thanks, Abby. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Ellie. Have a good day. We'll see you all next time. Loving you.